everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Wife Life Wednesday. I am Lanisha and we have a special guest today. Um, we have my awesome, amazing hubby with us here today. Hello. As they say, the, the Rona has, a, has us all at home. The kids are home. Everybody's home um, all day, every day. Hmm. <laughs> but we're excited to have you here with us today. When you jump on, please say hello. Let us know you're here. Let us know that you can hear us. And if you are watching this later on and you're not live with us right now, make sure you hit hashtag replay so that I can come back and connect with you later on today. As always, feel free to drop in your prayer requests if you have any. We would love to pray for you and with you. Make sure I got my stuff going here. All right. So, welcome, baby. Well, thank you. Thanks for hanging with me today. Um, today we are talking about your pain will not be in vain. Uh, we've been going through a lot of stuff um, as I was going to say the nation, but really the world. Um, everybody's facing this pandemic and dealing with it in various ways. Some people are have been stricken with fear. Some people um, already have stuff going on in their life that now this is like an added thing. Um, so what I want to just encourage us today with is knowing that the struggles that we're having, the experiences that we're having, um, are not in vain, whatever they may be, whether it is dealing with sickness, whether it's dealing with financial stress, dealing with, uh, you know, children or whatever you might be facing right now, it's not in vain. I believe, and you know, I say this all the time, but I don't believe in coincidence. I don't things happen by accident. Um, so I believe that everything that, that we face, um, the scriptures tell us, I believe it's in Ecclesiastes. Or there is a season and time for everything under heaven. So there's going to be good times and there's going to be bad times. And they all have purpose. And that's what we want to encourage you with today. Uh, I was reading a story and I talked about it a little bit on Sunday. Uh, the story of Hagar. We know the story of Abraham and Sarah. When Sarah had been praying and praying and praying to have a son for her husband. Um, it had already been prophesied that Abraham would be the father of many nations, uh, yet Sarah had not born a son. And so they were up in age and we know the story. She ends up telling Abraham to go and lay with her maidservant, Hagar, and Hagar does have a son. And so the whole, basically the whole story at the end, um, Sarah does end up having her own son. Um, Isaac and she really doesn't want Hagar's son to share the inheritance right and so she tells Abraham that Hagar has to go and Hagar ends up out in the wilderness running out of food ran out of water and basically gets to the point where she feels like she's going to die and I believe in that story what I found interesting was at the end after all she had been through, probably wandering the wilderness, I'm not sure for how long, but she felt like she was alone. And sometimes I think that's how we feel when we're going through our own 
situations and circumstances that we're struggling and we're out here by ourselves. And sometimes we, we get to the point where we feel like this is the end. Like there's no way I'm getting out of this. I have nothing left. My resources are spent. You know, our our marriage is is, is pretty much over. Like we're not talking, we're not communicating. We can't see eye to eye on anything. We're arguing all the time. Um, we might be going through whatever we're going through and we're just feeling like this, it's over. And so at the end, the scripture says that God opened Hagar's eye and there was a well in front of her, uh, which was her blessing. That was her, what I like to call way of escape. That was her miracle just in time. And I believe that God had to get her out there by herself in order to visit her and her to see that he was the one that was performing this miracle. And sometimes we're we're surrounded by too many people, too many things. For some of us, you know, work keeps us so busy that we can't focus on God or we can't focus on our family uh, or our children like we would like to. And those things begin to suffer because of it. And so even looking at this shutdown right now, like God might have us where we are today having to be at home with our families, having to, some some spouses right now wish they could be somewhere else, but maybe God has you right where you are right now so that he can bring you two together so that you can see the value that you have as a team. You can see uh, what you've been missing without all the distractions, without all the work, without all the people, without all the voices that God can begin to speak and show you your spouse in a different light. Anything you want to... Jump in with. I think you're doing a great job. I was just thinking about when you were preaching on Sunday, um, you made a mention about, um, maybe you can elaborate on that. Uh, you spe- you're just talking about the well, but um, what's in front of you? Mm-hmm. You know, something that's right in front of you. Um, sometimes you can pray, <clears throat> you can ask, you can decree, um, you can fast, you can do all those things and want God to move. And, mm-hmm. and really, he has, he has already moved. Yeah, he's already provided. Wow, um, and it's it's in front of you. Mm-hmm. It is, but it just requires some work. Yeah, and I don't think that's um, something that we, uh, we, you know, sometimes we, we like to rub God like a genie, mm-hmm. and just kind of rub it and, and and expect him just to poof the blessings out that way. But um, he's a good, good father, Chris yeah. Tomlin says. And so there's some areas where a good father is going to release some things, put some things right in front of us. But uh, just like you get um, a table or something that comes in, it requires some assembly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. It's already a table, but it just hasn't been put together yet. Correct. That's good. Um, yeah, I mean, that, that, and that's the hard part, I think. That's where our faith needs to kick in but sometimes it doesn't kick in because we get stuck on looking at all the pieces that are laying in front of us and it doesn't look like they're going to fit together it doesn't look like they're going to work out or sometimes we're just like this is going to take way too long lord i just need you to do this right now and sometimes (laughs) i'm gonna say your favorite your favorite phrase We just have to trust the process. We have to believe that if I'm still waiting on this miracle, if I'm still in the middle of this struggle and I've been, listen, I've been doing everything I know how to do. Not, you know, sometimes we just get stuck. Oh, I'm just praying. We have to do more than pray. Okay. Now that I've prayed, Lord, show me what you, what you want me to do right now. 
what steps do I need to take? And if I'm doing that, I'm praying, I'm seeking God, I'm fasting, yeah. I'm aligning myself, you know, I'm, I'm speaking up when I need to speak up and yeah. I'm being quiet when I need to be quiet and all of that. I'm doing everything I know how to do and I'm still here. Mm -hmm. Then I have to believe that there's still more in this situation that God wants me to get out of it. Yeah. And that's where the your pain will not be in vain comes into place. Because even though it might hurt right now, even though it's hard right now, and you might want to give up, you might be frustrated, um, you know, just feeling overwhelmed, mm -hmm. you might be angry, whatever you you might be feeling right now, you know, allow yourself to feel those feelings. But then after that, look for God, yeah. you know, look for God in the pain, look for God in that anger. Why? Why am I in this situation? And not just why as in a pity party for yourself. Not, you know, woe is me in the sense, but Lord, if, if I'm here, show me whatever it is that you need me to see, because I know you can fix it, right? right? He could fix it with one word, mm -hmm. one breath, you know? And so if he hasn't done that, Lord, show me what it is that I still need to see or I need to do. Have I missed something? What is it that's right in front of me that I might be missing? Yeah. <clears throat> that's good. That's good. Uh, you, you say often that I don't like the phrase, uh, <laughs> here comes the bus. You know, she has a CDL, just in case I didn't know. <laughs> um, about trusting the process. Uh, I think, do I like it? No, I don't. Like, I, I understand it. Um, I know it's truth. But it just doesn't feel good because you realize that the Bible says you will have some trouble. Mm -hmm. You will have some things. And sometimes God speaks or shows you some things and it's, and it's to excite you. You know, he'll show you some things about the marriage. He'll show you some things about your finances. He'll show you some things, uh, you know, for I know the plans that I have for you, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, give you hope and a future. And you're looking at that future and it looks good mm -hmm. with your spiritual eyes. But to realize from now to there, um, it's a lot. And really in between is a lot of the character development. And so it's that pain, um, and that yeah. process. Um, and when God prunes, that's not always a joyful experience. See, when, when you prune, you cut off some fruitful areas so that there can be more growth yeah. in the areas that daddy God wants to grow. Mm -hmm. And so I think a lot of times, even in that painful place, um, there's some growth yeah. and it's harder to see it. Cause you're like, you're holding on to Lord, what you showed me mm -hmm. and it's not, it's not here quick. Yeah. Um, but Proverbs does remind us too, that, you know, we gotta be careful with wanting things to happen so quickly cause it can lead us to, uh, just want and even our poverty. And we want rich, wealthy marriages, healthy marriages, yeah. as well as your wife's. <laughs> so even in bringing it into the marriage realm again, like how do, in the midst of the trouble, because sometimes it's one spouse that's really feeling the struggle. They're, they're really in the middle of the struggle. So how do we bringing our spouse into that process you know we always talk about communication right so i'm going through something and i'm really struggling with this thing and sometimes we feel maybe i don't want to put more pressure on my spouse so i'll just keep this to myself i'll figure it out on my own 
how do you feel? What do you think about that? As a, as a husband, if I'm going through something as your wife and I decide to keep it to myself, how does that how does that make you feel? Well, I'm a unique husband, so let's just let's just put that out there. No, so my personal feelings, or do you want me to go with the traditional male response? You can say both. <laughs> you can say both because I think people need to understand both sides. That every every person's different. Every every relationship's different. But just to get that other perspective. Yeah, well, I mean, I we believe in this household that you have to communicate. Like, we're a team. Mm-hmm. So when you're hurting, we're hurting. So I think it can be selfish if you choose to go through something by yourself and don't include me in the process. Even though you're trying to protect or you think you're trying to protect. And a lot of times it's the man. It's like, mm-hmm. look, I don't, I'm just going to keep this thing to myself. I'm going to keep it moving. But it can cause so much tension or you realizing that God called us to complement one another. Mm-hmm. And so if that's the case, that means that um, you can have something I need. So why am I busting my mind and my brain and working and doing all these different things when you could have the solution? Yeah. You can recall just a few hours ago, I said, you know, I need some clarity. I need some things. If you hear a word from God, I need you to share that with me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go press in for myself and for our family and for our business and everything else. But whatever you need, see, that's realizing that we're a team. Yeah. So I need your side of the equation right. so that we can come together and see this is exactly what we're dealing with. If I only look at from my side, then... um. That's almost like me being one eyeball and you one eyeball. Yeah. Like, I, I can't have 20-20 vision. 20-20, mm-hmm. y'all. <laughs> and I'm I'm only, you know, the, what am I on? The right side of yeah. the vision. That's good. Because, yeah, if you're looking out, if you're looking only through one eye, you could, you tend to bear to in one direction. Mm-hmm. And I believe that God has given us our spouse to balance that vision out, to balance that perspective, and to help us to be able to see if you're if you're communicating with your spouse in a healthy manner, then as you're going through and as you're seeking God, they know how to seek God as well on behalf of the same situation. God may be able to reveal one part to your husband and v- reveal the other part to you, but if you two aren't communicating, then you're both missing out on the full the fullness of what God wants to do. And I think that's sometimes bringing it back to just the struggles and the problems sometimes when we feel stuck in the middle of them. Mm-hmm. It might just be that somebody else, maybe your husband, has the other piece that you're missing. Mm-hmm. And that God, if you guys come together and, and pray together and talk together, then you can begin to see that full picture and see and be able to get that breakthrough that you've been praying for through communication and being honest and open with one another. The truth of the matter is I have blind spots. Mm-hmm. Some things I just I can't see. Doesn't mean that I'm weak in that particular area. I just have blind spots. You drive a car, you realize there's some. You need some help from the mirrors that are on the side to help you see. And some sometimes even with the sight or the extra glasses that we have on, yeah. you know, you still have some areas that you can't see. Mm-hmm. But somebody else who's not in that car, or somebody else who's sitting in the car in a different perspective, you know, if you realize when we're driving, knowing I have the mirror and having different things. If you're not in the car, I drive. I'm good. But if you're in the car, I often say, babe. Am I good to go? Mm -hmm. In other words, I know what I can see over here, but I realize that you can turn your head and see in a certain direction that I can't see from from my role. Yeah, from your seat. Yeah, from from my area. So, um, that's that's where I need the teamwork to go ahead and see, even in the place of pain. Yeah. Uh, to help me come up out of this, you know, uh, uh, I can be dealing with the season of heaviness, Mm -hmm. and I'm heavy, and if I keep it to myself, well, you feel it anyway. Mm-hmm. You just might not know what's going on. So I might as well 
go and say, um, this is what I'm dealing with. Um, need you to pray, go through this. If you get anything and so I need you to pray for me and talk, talk, talk or whatever the case yeah. may be so that we can move forward. That's good. It's that team approach. Yeah. The team aspect is huge because the, the bottom line is if, if I'm hurting, then it's impacting the whole team. A lot of times you hear that, like the woman, the wife kind of controls the temperature in the house. You say that all the time. Like if I'm, if I'm in a mood, then the whole house can feel that. And so we have to... <laughs> Amen, son. Amen. <laughs> then we have to be mindful of that. And, and we have to learn how to lean into our, our husbands and, and partner with them when we are going through something and being honest. And, and maybe it's the fact of saying, hey, I need, I need to go for a walk or I need to go for a drive just to, to release this so that I'm not bringing this negative energy into our home. And, and, you know, I need you to pray with me or I need you to help me to see. And this is a good one that probably a lot of us don't want to do. But show, you know, if you see something, am I wrong in this situation? You know, am I looking at this the wrong way? Am I approaching this the wrong way? And your your husband may have some some helpful insight. Most likely he will, um, especially if you guys have been communicating through the through the situation and praying through it together then he'll have some some insight or some help at least for you to be able to change your perspective sometimes it's it's not just about your situation changing right away but it's about god moving on the inside of you and changing your heart and helping you to posture yourself differently towards him um, in the middle of a situation i know that there's been times where i've been in the middle of a struggle and I've clearly heard God like I have you here because right now you're seeking my face and I don't want to lose that. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes we're we're so busy when things are good that we're not spending as much time with God. But when we get into a desperate situation, mm -hmm. we're constantly in his face, constantly in prayer, you know, and God's like I'm going to leave you right here for a while because this is good for us. And so, am I included on that us part? I'm just trying to think this thing through. You know, is it you and God that can hold up the whole situation? <laughs> I just, and go, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I just, sorry. This, it could be sorry. because listen, because we are one, right? So if one spouse is not moving, if one spouse is not getting right. their heart right, or their 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 motives aren't pure, or whatever, if God still feels like I need to work this out, He wouldn't be a good father, like you said, if He blessed you guys with something as a couple mm -hmm. when one spouse would he knows that one spouse will get it and wouldn't be able to handle it yeah. so sometimes it is a hold up on one side of the Ooh, that's equation heavy. that's heavy y'all that's heavy but that's why it's important that we communicate and that we pray together and that we talk together Ooh, so that we can heavy. help lift one another up and get on the same level playing field. That'll bring about attitude in the house right there You just so you're just not going to read you're not going to be in a <laughs> so you're just, you're just going to sit there Okay, all right, so we can't move because you, okay, we can't get in teamwork. Okay, <laughs> so we're just going to sit there. No, that's 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 rough, but it's it's righteous and it's real mm -hmm. because I think the truth of the matter is we have to, I uh, had buddy, a buddy of ours, friends of ours, husband and wife team, um, talks about true increase is increase in every area. Yeah. And so, you know, why would God want to just improve you, bless you with a job that pulls you away from your mm. Your husband and your wife and force you away from the kids and bless you in that area. So you got more money, but you you, you don't have increase in, in the area of your home. As a matter of fact, they're suffering and stuff. So I think that that's an area too. I'm thinking about the Bible verse Ephesians. 
Ephesians or is it first Peter? First Peter. It talks about, mm-hmm. you know, the prayers can yeah. be hindered. And I'm like, mm, I gotta get my 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 vertical right so my horizontal lays properly as yeah. well. Yeah. So that we can move forward. Um, because we need that agreement. I think God cares more about this ministry mm-hmm. than the other areas that oh, we're trying to excel in. Yeah. That's good. So yeah. Uh, well, thank you so much. Again, ladies, we're encouraging you today that your pain is not in vain, that with the things that you're going through right now, the struggle that you've been facing um, or have faced in the past, maybe your you know, your marriage is in a rough season right now and you guys are really having a hard time getting on the same page. Like I said earlier, maybe this shutdown, um, the blessing in it could be that you guys are being able to spend more time together. You guys are being able to communicate and um, you you can't avoid each other for for so long. Like if we're if we're stuck in the, in the house together for two, three, four weeks, um, you guys can only spend much, so much time avoiding one another. And so why not just sit down, have a have a cup of coffee, have a conversation, and start there and see what God is trying to say in the middle of all of this. How is He going to get glory and honor? I was reading today. I think it was. Um, Oh, I can't remember the the text right now. But the scripture was, um, it was talking about Pharaoh and how the Lord said to Pharaoh, I've raised you up in this season right now so that I can get glory. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we think that what we're going through is about us. We think that um, even our elevation or our promotion or God bringing us out of a situation is about us. Mm. And he's like, no, I, I put you in this situation. I allowed you to go through this time of suffering so that I could raise you up, bring you out, and ultimately get glory. Everything we do should be bringing glory and honor back to God. And so keeping that in mind, that the bigger picture, the much bigger picture is not only that it's not just about you and your husband. It's not just about you, your husband, and your children. But who you are impacting, who you are influencing, and who you're called to minister to. As God brings you through your situation, make sure that you are giving him glory for what he's doing um, in the middle of it and at the end of it when he brings you out. How is he blessing you um, through all of this? Mm-hmm. And I promise you, what you'll look back and realize that the pain that you're in right now was not in vain. The pain that you experienced in your past Whatever abuse, abusive situation you may have been in, um, people walking out on you, people hurting you, you know, um, people talking badly about you. Look, look deeper and, and realize what God did through those situations. I promise you, you'll find him there every time. All right, ladies, I am praying for you so much. Is there anything you wanted to add, baby? Uh, I just want to share <clears throat> with you and encourage you with this moment here. Um, this shut in is not to be used as a shutdown. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's not. Um, I think about the shut-ins of the, the, the older saints. <laughs> All night. And they wish they would, yeah. But they didn't just come there and sit. They petitioned. They communicated with God pertaining to their needs. And they talked with one another. And they tarried and they prayed. Um, yes, you know, your, your favorite store might not be open right now. You know, you can't get to the gym like me. I like to get to the gym to help relieve stress and do some other things. Can't get to the gym right now. Um, but this shut in, you know, um, it, it, we should be able to communicate and come up with some strategic plans. Use, utilize this time to talk about some things, pray about some things, yeah. get clarity and strategy on some things. So when <clears throat> this new season 
uh, is open to you and look at it as a new season when things are going back to so-called normal or whatever the case may be, that you have a new mind, a renewed mind, uh, you have new gr new growth. Um, you are encouraging, loving, supporting, and gotten your getting yourself right so that you can be the best wife. This is specifically for wife life, right? Mm -hmm. So wife that you can be and watch God move in the heart and the mind of your husband. Mm. If you treat this shut in appropriately and properly. And you do what you're supposed to do. You're going to watch some things shift. That's good. And I believe that thing wholeheartedly. That's good. So that's all I have. Thank you for having me today. Thank you for joining me. And ladies, listen, if you or someone you know is is right now dealing with a really hard, a hard time in their marriage, maybe they just recently discover um, their spouse was having an affair or they were having an affair and they're trying to restore their relationship Please direct them to us um, or give us, shoot us an email if it's you, connect at thrivinginlove.com. You can always shoot us a private message here on Facebook. And we'd love to talk with you more about our restoration, roadmap to restoration, and how that is helping couples right now be restored from infidelity, um, rebuilding their marriage, rebuilding trust, and just going to the next level that God has for them. So we're praying for you once again. Please, please, if you haven't already, I don't know if we had any prayer requests already posted. It doesn't look like it. But thank you all so much for joining us today. You ladies are amazing. Um, we'll be back here. Well, I'll be back here next Wednesday. Maybe you'll be back here. I don't know. Um, but we're praying for you guys. We love you. You are awesome. Have an awesome day.